This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Well, the coronavirus may have canceled the Geneva Auto Show, but automakers are doing virtual reveals online. And at 1 p.m. Eastern Time today, we'll be doing a live YouTube interview with Stephanie Brindley from IHS Market on how canceling the show and probably other auto shows will impact the auto industry. So be sure to tune into that. But in the meantime, let's get to the cars. And we'll start with Hyundai, which unveiled an all-electric concept called the Prophecy. Hyundai uses a lot of mumbo-jumbo designer talk, like saying the car is, quote, balancing nature and technology, emotion and practicality. But it is a cool design, very sculptural and fluid. Its extended wheelbase and short overhangs give it good proportions. It features long, unbroken lines running from nose to tail. The front end is simple and clean and almost looks like a Japanese car from the 1990s. Note the interesting use of pixelated lighting on the rear spoiler and taillights. Though Hyundai did not show the interior, it says the car uses a joystick instead of a steering wheel to provide more room for the driver. Hyundai says it's going to sell 640,000 battery electric and fuel cell cars a year globally by 2025, and hopefully, the prophecy shows the design direction it will take. Mercedes revealed the new E-Class, and let's go through some of the highlights. It will first be offered in a sedan and wagon variant, and for the first time in the U.S., an all-terrain model, which looks like it has a slightly raised suspension and black fenders over the wheel arches. The coupe convertible and long wheelbase version for China will follow soon. There will be a wide range of powertrain options globally, which includes gas and diesel engines that are paired with 48-volt and plug-in hybrid technology, as well as optional all-wheel drive. The AMG version comes standard with all-wheel drive and an electric motor sandwiched between the turbocharged 3-liter engine and 9-speed transmission. The setup produces 429 horsepower and 384 pound-feet of torque. The interior of all new E-Classes will come standard with two 10-and-a-quarter-inch display screens, but will have the option for two 12.3-inch screens. It goes on sale in Europe this summer and in the U.S. this fall. Click on the headline in the transcript or look for the link in the description box below to learn more. Volkswagen shared some details about its upcoming ID.4 electric compact crossover. It has a range of 500 kilometers, or about 310 miles. It will first be available in rear-wheel drive, while an all-wheel drive system will be added later. The ID.4 will launch this year and will be produced and sold in China, Europe, and the U.S. Audi took the wraps off the fourth-generation A3 Sportback, which is slightly longer than before, but its height and wheelbase remain the same. It features an updated exterior design, including new LED headlights. The interior comes with a new shifter, aluminum or carbon inlays, and a standard 10.1-inch touchscreen. It's being launched in Europe with three engine choices, a 1.5-liter gasoline engine and a 2-liter diesel with two power outputs. The engines are mated to a 6-speed manual or a 7-speed dual-clutch transmission. More engine options will be added later, including electrified versions. Pre-sales of the A3 Sportback begin this month in Europe 
and deliveries to customers will start in May. BMW showed off the i4 concept and hoo-wee, the twin kidney grills are starting to look more like twin nostrils. But this is BMW's all-new all-electric sedan, which we'll see a production version of in 2021. The interior is also said to give a glimpse at the production version, which is purposefully minimalistic and features a large curved display screen as its focal point. BMW will be shooting for a range of 600 WLTP kilometers, which converts to a little over 330 EPA miles. The i4 will have an output of up to 530 horsepower, which means there will be other models with less power, and its fastest 0 to 100 km per hour time will be approximately 4 seconds. And Porsche introduced its new top-of-the-line 911 Turbo S, which is the quickest and most powerful 911 Turbo ever. It's powered by a new 3.8-liter six-cylinder boxer engine that's mated to an eight-speed dual-clutch transmission. The setup cranks out 640 horsepower, 60 more than before, and 590 pound-feet of torque. The 911 Turbo S now rockets from 0 to 60 miles per hour in just 2.6 seconds, which is two-tenths of a second faster than before. But all that power does not come cheap. The coupe costs just under $205,000, and the Cabriolet has a price tag of over $217,000. Orders for the 911 Turbo S start soon, and they'll arrive at U.S. dealerships by the end of this year. For the sixth consecutive year, BMW was the top automotive exporter by value in the U.S., according to data from the U.S. Department of Commerce. The company's plant in Spartanburg, South Carolina, exported more than 246,000 of its X crossover models last year, which had a total export value of $9.6 billion. The models produced at that plant are sold in 125 countries around the world, and the Spartanburg facility is BMW's largest globally. The plant built more than 411,000 models last year and has a capacity to produce 450,000 vehicles annually. Well, despite the coronavirus wreaking havoc on the Chinese production industry, Toyota is still making plans in the country. The automaker and its joint venture partner, FAW, are investing about $1.2 billion to build a new plant that will make new energy vehicles and have a capacity of 200,000 units a year. To celebrate its 110-year anniversary, Alfa Romeo is coming out with a limited edition model called the Giulia GTA. It's based on the Giulia Quadrifoglio, and its name is borrowed from the Giulia Sprint GTA from 1965. The new Giulia GTA is a track-only car that is powered by a 2.9-liter V6 twin-turbo that cranks out 540 horsepower, and it moves from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in 3.6 seconds. There's also a modified version called the GTA-M, which is street legal and features two racing seats, a roll bar, and six-point seat belts. And thanks to the adoption of lightweight materials 
especially a number of carbon fiber components, the GTA is 220 pounds lighter than the Quadrifolio. If you're interested, better act fast, because Alpha will only make 500 of them. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Cupra, the performance motorsport division of Spanish automaker Seat, developed its first model from the ground up, an SUV called the Formentor. The sleek utility vehicle merges elements from Seat, like the front and rear lighting signatures, with sporty features and an emphasis on the long hood and rear end. The interior is highlighted by an LED light strip that bends across the top of the dash and into the doors, as well as a 12-inch center display screen and copper accents that can be mirrored on the exterior. The Formentor will be launched with two powertrain options. One is a 2-liter turbocharged gas engine that produces about 300 horsepower and has made it to all-wheel drive. The other is a plug-in hybrid setup that combines a 1.4-liter gas engine with an 85-kilowatt electric motor and a 13-kilowatt-hour battery pack. It produces nearly 245 horsepower and provides around 50 kilometers or 31 miles of range. Both setups are matched with a dual-clutch transmission. Deliveries begin in the fourth quarter, but no word on pricing yet. We have another camera and sensor cleaning solution to show you from the supplier Forcia. This one is for camera lenses. While the lenses have a hydrophobic coating that will help repel water, they're more sensitive to fluid buildup, which can impair vision. So Forcia's camera washing solution uses a mixture of fluid and compressed air to clean off the lenses. You can hear it working here. A hood sits over top of the lens and sprays the mixture from a very close distance. Because it uses air, the system actually uses less fluid than if it was just a fluid-based system. Also, that hydrophobic coating will break down over time, so a system like this would be even more important over the life of the vehicle. Forcia says the jet of air can be generated by an on-demand compressor or a compressor and tank system which could also be used for other vehicle features, like the ride control system. A viewer sent us a couple of pictures of a camouflage Ford truck, which they believe is the 2021 F-150. If it is that truck, there's a couple of things we notice. The grille doesn't extend as much into the front headlight assemblies, which gives them a more boxy look and kind of like the Super Duty trucks. And the rear taillights, look more like the ones on the 2014 model year F-150. Let us know what you think of the styling changes. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.